This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Okay, so we talked about the power of your money growing the rest of your life. We talked about the importance of controlling your money throughout your life. Now we're going to talk about retirement. In retirement, I don't necessarily like the word retirement, but that's just pretty much representing you getting to a stage in your life that you want to turn your money, like you want your money to start working for you so that you can do the things that you want to do. Another way of saying it is to be financially free. Have your money working in such a way where you can live the life that you want to live and your money's helping you accomplish that. So I am in Colorado and we have a ton of mountains and one of the most common questions that I ask people when they're at this stage of life is what's the goal of climbing a mountain? Now uh, what some people say is to get to the top and then after they think about it they're like okay well maybe if I get to the top but can't get down safely that's a problem and it's funny because most people that die climbing mountains and it's not funny that people die climbing like mountains but most people die coming down and that's the same thing goes with our retirement. Most pe people's biggest fear in retirement is running out of money, and it, and it should be a fear because the way that we've been taught as it relates to our money is really, really faulty as it relates to helping people actually turn that on in income. So to kind of represent this idea of a mountain, everyone out there is talking about what kind of number you need. You need a million dollars, you need two million dollars. And what's really interesting to me is if your goal, if your goal is to help have your money best work for you in retirement. Wouldn't a better question be how much like how much money can you get in retirement? Like, wouldn't you want to maximize that? Wouldn't you want that asset to best perform for you? And and the really the two risk as it relates to our money is losses and taxes. Like the reason why you should be scared if you don't have your money off the radar screen of the IRS, and you don't have your money subject, to, like if your money is subject to losses, is overnight, 2008's a perfect example, overnight things can change. You, you could have your whole, you could be working your whole entire life and the market could correct and then you're, you're like, we just talked about losing money is a really bad thing. Or you could be working your entire life and the government increases taxes to, you know, doubles tax rate and maybe lowers the threshold and now you're sitting with maybe $2 million, but the government can have access to 60% of that. I don't know what that is, but these are the two things that are a big risk as it relates to retirement. Now, uh, a common question that I go through with people is I explain the safe withdrawal rate. Because of losses, there's something what's called sequence risk loss. What sequence risk loss is just essentially is, it's essentially whenever you are taking money out, when you're taking money out, and you, you, the market corrects or you lose money, it, it, it like really works against you. It's really a negative thing. It's taking that exponential thing that made your money grow and is working against you. And so we get the safe withdrawal rate, meaning this, this, this is the percentage of money that you can withdraw from your assets from anywhere from three to 4%, okay? And I need that to sink in, like three to 4%, if you have a million dollars, let's say you have a million dollars in a retirement account and you can take out, let's just say 3%, take out 3%. Now you you have $30,000 that you can, you know, play with. This is this is for retirement. By the way, this is if you have a million dollars. Now, what are taxes going to be when you retire? It literally could be, it could be zero, could be much higher, it could be 30%. Like, I'll just use 30% as an example because again, I'm just using I'm just painting the picture. I'm not saying that this is this is obviously in our current tax code would be less than 30%, but I just have this fundamental belief that taxes are going to go up. Let's just say you have to pay 30% tax on your 30,000. That's $9,000 worth of tax that you would have to pay, leaving you with a whopping $21,000. The point that I'm trying to make here, and it might be extreme, you might be able to argue that you can get 4%, you might argue that taxes will be less, 
Point is, a million dollars, the typical way, doesn't provide you that much cash flow. And you have no control over this money all the way going up the mountain. So give up total control, have a million dollars, which by the way is really impressive, and it's not really serving or working for you well. Now, what if on the other hand, you had a million dollars in one of these special type of cash value life insurance policies. Now, I'm gonna be careful with quoting you on this because everything is just set up and designed a little bit differently, but because we're eliminating losses, because we're eliminating taxes, and because your money is guaranteed to grow every single year, you, we, can, we can show people anywhere from, you know, five to 7% tax, you know, where they can actually use their plan and whether they're borrowing against it or doing a withdrawal and borrowing strategy, they're able to get that money tax exempt. Meaning this money doesn't even show up on any radar screen at the IRS and doesn't affect anything like social security, Medicare or whatever. If all your money was in life insurance and you did it properly, you would literally look broke and get all the government sponsored programs. So it's a powerful strategy, but just, just from this, if you just, compare these these two accounts a million dollars in a retirement account and a million dollars in your life insurance they look exactly the same what but one asset performs so much higher than the other meaning you could have less money in a life insurance policy and i would still choose it every day out of the week versus another retirement account because of how it works now there's two other strategies i want to talk about as it relates to life insurance. Now, we I just showed you the power of using your policy directly, and, and while that can be popular because it's a it's probably the best strategy as it relates to tax, tax-free tax nature, because life insurance is under contract law tax-free, there's two other really powerful strategies as it relates to using your life insurance maybe with other portfolio or you know your pension or annuities. So the this next strategy I wanna talk about is the pension maximization strategy. Pension maximization strategy is essentially this. If you have a pension plan with your with your company, or if you have heard of annuities and like the idea of having that income for life, um, this life insurance can help you take more money now while also protecting your assets. And how we do that is when you work with a pension company or an annuity company, there's two ways that you can get your money. There's what's called a joint payout or single payout. A joint payout means if you die, the portion of that money goes to your spouse, and as a result, they pay you less. For example, let's say a joint is 5%. So if you have you know, a million dollars, they'll pay you $50,000, but if you pass away, some of that money will go to your spouse. Now on the flip side, if you do the single payout, you can take out 7%, meaning you can have 70,000. The problem is if you die, that money is all gone away. Okay, so everyone chooses the joint because like you would be like a really bad person if you chose a single and something happened to you your whole life, like yeah, pension is gone. Now here's the powerful thing. The joint is just expensive life insurance when you think about it. That's all it is. It's just a life insurance strategy. So if you had a permanent life insurance contract on your life that had a permanent death benefit, you could essentially, if it was set up right, you could essentially choose a joint or you could choose a single, get more money now, 7% instead of 5%, knowing that if and when you die, you have a permanent death benefit that's not just staying the same but increasing. That permanent death benefit will be able to 
provide for your wife or your spouse or whatever um, you know setup that you have. It's really, really powerful because not only are you maximizing your cash now, but you're also protecting your assets. And it's just, again, the mo a more efficient way to retire if you're using pensions or annuities. The other way is called the volatility buffer. Now, the volatility buffer is for those people that want to use equities, use a stock strategy, use mutual funds, as it relates to retirement. The volatility buffer essentially works like this. If you have a cash value plan built that is never gonna lose money due to market crashes and it's built, it's a safe way to continue to guarantee grow your money. And then you have your, you have a portion of your assets or maybe majority of your assets in a stock account or a stock and bond portfolio that's obviously there's volatility there, but the hope is that it will grow a lot, lot better than your life insurance. Whenever the market crashes or corrects, Instead of taking your money out, we, we, that's, remember, that's called reverse dollar cost averaging. We, we want to let it do its thing. We don't want to take out money while, it's, while our money's down. We want to just let it do its thing. So we can take from our life insurance and just by having a safe place, a volatility buffer to let take out some of those volatile years in your portfolio, you can maybe increase your retirement by, you know, 5%, 6% distribution rate just by eliminating the of the bad years. And so again, it's it's not necessarily the most like like I don't necessarily I'm not endorsing any of these strategies. I'm just saying having a permanent life insurance policy will help you across the board whether you're into real estate, whether you're into annuities and pensions, whether you have stocks or bonds, whatever, regardless of what you do, this is going to help you better, um, just better show up powerfully in retirement and more safely. Um, and also, we're not even gonna talk about the, the death benefit legacy, that's gonna be in the next video, but that's also a huge benefit as it relates to that, you know, retirement and after that, as it relates to your assets and inheritance. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.